How to make AJ become speechless 101. From mortar to Hogwarts to Gotham, the nerds have come together to create a show for nerds by nerds. Join nerds doing nerd things as they talk about all things nerdy. Stay up to date on the show by liking the Nerds Doing Nerd Things Facebook page. Now it's off to the show. Take it away, nerds. And welcome to Nerds Doing Nerd Things. That was a pretty good open. Son of a bitch. I agree. All you had to do was change your background into uh, Mary Poppins, (laughs) y'all. I love it. Me too. I I thoroughly enjoy it, and it threw me way off guard. It wasn't even funny. So go for it, Susie. You could run this show. No, I just wanted to do the opening. Oh, okay, okay. Well, we're doing Guardians 2, everybody, and I have been looking forward to this along with the other Guardian movie we did last week. Uh, No, really? You've been looking forward to this? Uh, Yeah, these are one of my two favorite movies in the MCU. You know, I couldn't tell. Really? How how does this thing work? Exactly. Thank you, Jake. And with me is my brother-in-law, Jake. What's up, bro? Uh, Susie? Um, I'm the queen of sarcasm today because apparently AJ can't pick up on sarcasm. No. Bullshit. No. I never have. So what makes you think I would be able to start now? Um, I am Paul's twin. And? Okay, well, I tried. Yeah, but he's more off the deep end than you are. Sometimes. Sometimes, Sometimes I, I, I excel. And making his glorious return to nerds doing nerd things, we have Rob. I live, bitches. Wow. Okay, he used a B word. Oh, no, he that's that decided. dirty word. I need to go clean my mouth. Get that bar of soap. In the words of Captain America. Do Wait, do any of us actually have a bar of soap? No. Uh, yes. I have, a, I have this like weird mutant sliver of a soap left. You're not going to go get it, are you? I think there's one in here. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally going to go get a bar of soap. Son of a bitch. What are you going to do? <laughs> Email it to me? No. No, but he found one. I mean... <laughs> I mean, Rob, you live close enough to them, they probably could throw it to you. Oh, it's green and it's blocking out. <laughs> Hold it in front of your right. shirt. What there if I you do go. this? <laughs> oh my god, it's the majestic floating middle finger. You're damn right. I'm gonna guess that it's Irish <laughs> Spring. I have no clue. Probably. I can't believe we're talking about show uh, 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 bar of soap on a freaking nerd show. We have really gone, you know. This is like we need content, people. Soap. Star Lord, Star Lord, Star Lord. <gasps> Ego. Star Lord, Star Lord, Star. Ego. So, speaking of Star Lord and Ego, yeah. What did you like about this movie, and what did you not like about this movie? Jake, go first. What the fuck didn't I like about this movie? Okay, that's right. You were just saying before we went up, went on the air that you were like, "Oh my god, it's so funny." Oh, this movie is so great. I think I like it better than the first one. Yeah. The worst part is you and? did a very accurate and very inaccurate representation of how Jake would talk in that moment. So, well, his his ADHD goes continue. all over the place. You know, don't get him to start talking about the Darth Vader squirrel from like five years ago. 
That was a dream I had. Okay. That was the best. I wish I had that dream. That sounded freaking awesome. Dude, that was epic. It was amazing. I wasn't tripping on acid or something, you know? That's just me being a fucked up nerd. But, um, makes crazy thoughts for the day. That shit will be a hit one day. But, um, things I really, really liked about this movie. Come on, baby group. Baby fucking group. That opening scene with him. Exactly. Him just dancing around where everybody else is getting fucked up. It was a great way to get into the movie, too. Yeah. Right? You know, if a movie can't grab my attention within the first 10 minutes, I'm sitting there like, really? I mean, it wasn't Batista saying why he didn't have the the vest on. It hurts my nipples. Exactly. Sensitive <laughs> fucking nipples. Like, I would have never thought former WWE champion Batista would, would have, have sensitive, sensitive nipples. nipples. <laughs> uh, part of me. There were a lot of things mouth. that came out of mouths. It's like saying the Pope, where, you know, the Pope uses Viagra, you know? I didn't want to know about that. What's up? Left field. Left field. Field of Go dreams, apparently. Right field. Okay. Rob, what'd you like about this movie? I love the theme of it. Family. And how everyone progresses as a character. Everyone. Even like the fucking background characters from the, from the Ravagers. They had characters. Even though until they got injected into space, but you still got one, you got the the two important ones uh, getting their personalization in, and I'm really sorry, sad we didn't see um, that guy in uh, Endgame, the one who who inherited the Mohawk. Oh yeah, I never realized that son of a bitch, Mary Poppins. No, the no, uh, um, I can't think of the guy's name. The Guy that took the fin after. Oh, he's played by Sean Gunn. Name? What's up? He's played by Sean Gunn, who's the Jesus brother You're me of James Gunn. This shit. All right, while well, he's looking that up, Susie, what'd you like about the movie? Um, look at my picture. But we're gonna get to that. So, what else did you like about the movie? Um, well, I mean, we covered the opening scene. Oh, you know what really got me for this movie, and everybody's gonna rag on me for this. But I didn't like him as a villain, so make that clear. I did not like him as a villain, but I love Kurt Russell's ego. Craglin? His name was Craglin. Oh, you mean Hasselhoff? That was an awesome cameo, by the way. I'm not a Hasselhoff fan by any means. The guy, you know, he's got a good track record, so. <laughs> yeah, and but he's, he's like, you can like him or hate him. He's recognizable. You can see the dude in so the alley. So Stallone. The fuck he is. Exactly. He was in the movie too. Like when I saw Stallone, I just I so badly wanted to be like Adrian. I don't know why. It was just in my mind. So Susie, go back to what you were talking about on why you like the movie. I was trying to figure out how we got to Hasselhoff and Stallone, and then I figured it out, and then went. But they were in the that has nothing movie. to do with ego. They both <laughs> had big egos. So do you? Fuck off. <laughs> um. I, I grew up on Kurt Russell, so seeing him play something that was a little out of his, well, what I grew up knowing him, his box to be, was kind of awesome. I think that was kind of my favorite part of the movie, is being able to see Kurt Russell play very many characters all at once. 
<laughs> See, I've got a fucked up sense of humor. And the only thing I got out of that is you grew up on Kurt Russell and something about his box. God damn it. God damn it. Oh, you know, Jesus Christ. Last week I didn't have to watch my words with you. This week apparently I have to watch my words with you. I'll turn everything around. He does. And he will. Giggity. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't keep a straight face any longer. <laughs> so what I liked about the movie, Rob kind of hit on how it's about family. And just because you're related doesn't make you a family, as this movie does show. And well, the first one did too, but I feel like it was more in this one. I feel like there's a sentimental moment coming. Yeah. No, I just really like the movie and how it portrays that blood doesn't make you family. That I figured you were going to go further than that and explain how you know your nerd family is really your family, or at least part of your family, and we're not blood related to you. I wasn't going to go there, but she went there. So I guess you were thinking that, and I wasn't. Great. Great job, Susie. You're welcome. Applause I'm to sorry. You. All I can think about is Vin Diesel and two movies that are like all family. You know? Uh, you mean like nine of them? Those uh, are, right? Those are nine movies. Heard the Pacifier. You were talking about The Pacifier, right? I was. That was a good movie. Shut up. Let's not talk about <laughs> that. that let's not gripe on that. That was a good movie. <laughs> so. Who was your favorite character in volume two? We'll go backwards now. We'll send it to Susie first. Okay. Yandu or Mary Poppins Yandu? Or both? Yandu. Yandu, like, left field. Like, he, he just... You see him in the first movie. He's like this hard ass. Um, wants to do everything he can to help Quill towards the end of the movie. And then, like, this one... He gets screwed over by the guild and he well, still he didn't get screwed over by the guild. He kind of screwed himself out, out of the guild. But but to have like that kind of faith like that's that's inspiring and then like he turned around and saved Quill. He could have saved himself, but he he went back for Quill. Like you um, really got the I'm throwing this out here. Son. He could have saved all those kids instead of bringing them to uh Ego. Yeah, you really got the, the father-son relationship there. <laughs> Could have had a father-son relationship with all those kids. But something about Quill. Something about Peter Quill. Maybe he didn't want to try tearing meat. Um, so, James, believe it or not, his favorite character is also Yondu. Yes. Um, and he thought that it, he like he killed the part. He just killed. Oh yeah, I agree. He he took that role to a whole new level in that movie. You saw so much character development and a different side of Yondu that we didn't see in the first mo- film, which I really liked. You know. Mm. Oh my god! I, um, thinking about Yondu though, remember the scene where he gets exasperated with uh, Groot because he doesn't understand. Oh my yes. god, all but, the time. Like, bring me my fin, and he brings him a fucking finger. No, where yeah. did you even... Oh. <laughs> I loved how Yondu uh, and Rocket really connected during this movie. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that was my favorite. My favorite character is Rocket. 
And it was that scene between him and Yandu where he said, there ain't no one like me. I am you. Wow. And that yeah. moment you saw like he has Yandu has just as much cybernetics in him as freaking Rocket does. Everything about Yandu is almost page for page Rocket's life, except for, I guess, the personal torture. But at the same point, Yandu did kind of go through that in his yeah. early life with the Ravagers. They made him into a weapon just as much as he was made into a weapon. Yeah, I think Michael Rooker really killed this part in these two movies. Yeah, and, I was actually and, sad that he's not going to be in another movie. You don't like, know that. I want to see a Peter Quill right when he gets abducted movie. Yeah, uh, you mean wait, the, the? Please continue. You mean the Peter Quill is supposed to get abducted and take it back to Ego, but Yondu's like, "Oh no, we'll keep you. We'll turn you into a Ravager movie." Yeah, but, yeah, kind of. For me, it was like. It was for me. It was like during Endgame when they're doing the whole time travel thing. I would have loved to see Yondu again. Yeah, even if it was that just for Mary cool. Poppins, hey, 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 it would have made it. You know. So Jake, was your favorite character also Yondu? No, believe it or not, it was actually Baby Groot. Baby only because. Groot? Where's your Baby Groot, Susie? Only because he just brought so much humor to it alongside Rocket. I've always been torn between Groot and Rocket, but Yondu is a very, very close third. Mm. Like, yeah, Story Alert's funny, but, you know, he's a stupid funny. Oh, yeah, kind of like us. It's like watching Beavis and Butthead, but with one person. <laughs> Beavis. Beavis. <laughs> shut up, Butthead. I'm trying to score. Shut up. <laughs> no, you're you're absolutely right. Groot and Rocket together just kill it. It's a, a, the dynamic duo, mm. you know. It, it comes at. off as Rocket becoming like this estranged father, just trying to do his best, but he just doesn't get there. Mm. Yeah, kind of. And then you get you know Uncle Star Lord and Auntie Gamora with crazy weird guy Drax. Like, it's like the fucked up uncle that only shows up at Thanksgiving. What, what was it? Was it a cut scene at the end when uh, Star Lord goes into Groot's room and he's giving him like, like yeah, shit for not scene. picking it up? That was funny. Leaves around. Yeah. Aren't you gonna click this up? I am Groot. Oh, how dare you talk to me like that? He ate horns on you. <laughs> oh God, I I love it. Uh. My favorite, obviously, not Star-Lord this time because, you know, there was a lot done with him. But you kind of saw it coming through the way the story was going. But the the Yondu, the Mary Poppins, holy shit. How a bad guy can go from a bad guy to a good guy. And you could see the train of all of his mistakes you know, him stopping the mistakes, trying to correct those wrongs. And then, you know, he gave his life to save Peter. And it, I, I, did we see this movie together? I think we saw it as a group. I think we did. Yeah, we, we did. did. We did. Because we left the movie theater going, what happened to <laughs> But I, out of this whole movie, there were only two parts where I was like, oh, no, don't do that. 
and we'll talk about the other one later, but the Mary Poppins, y'all, and the uh, him taking the the pack off of himself and putting it on Peter kind of solidified him being my favorite character. Out of yeah. uh, all the characters in Guardians 2, I firmly believe Yondu had the most character development. Very, believe it or not, closely in my mind, in just my opinion, closely behind Nebula. It's not ripe. It's not ripe. It's just not. (laughs) Susie, why are you shaking your head now? Because I have to agree with him. Oh. Well, usually yes is agreeing. No is usually Yeah, but he said it wasn't ripe, so I was like, no, no, it's not ripe. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about ego. I'm not talking about Jake. Ego where? Are you not entertained? How'd you guys like Ego as a villain? I kind of thought he served his purpose for Volume Two. Yeah, I mean, see you there. It, you doing okay? <laughs> Suji's like shaking. If you can't see her, you're listening on audio. But I think he served his purpose to explain why Star Lord was able to hold the shit. What stone was that? Power. Power stone. Along with. You know, them now having Mantis on their team. And yeah, he really didn't do a lot. Son of a bitch. All, all it did was explain why he why he had that power to hold the stone. That's literally what the whole volume this, two was. This whole movie was Star-Lord's backstory. Holy shit. I was just trying to talk it up and son of a bitch. God this damn it, Susie. This whole movie is Star-Lord's backstory. Ego could have been an amazing villain. Could have been amazing. Yeah, Ego in the comics is much, much more terrifying. But he's also just as much of a dick as you think he'd be. Like they managed. I mean, he got the dick part right. He got the dick dick joke. (laughs) Yeah, that was a bit of an inside joke because people didn't know if Ego had a dick or not. Yes, yeah, so he was just like a volcano plant. or something, you know. Yeah, uh, God, there was one. There was one scene in the comics where Ego hit on the Earth, like literally started flirting with the planet. Yeah, what did they make trees somewhere? Because it was already wet. <laughs> oh God, Jake! Just because it's mostly made of water. God dang it! I had to go there. It's already primed and ready to go. I guess. Nah, stop it, AJ. Bad. <laughs> Nova primed. Oh, stop! <laughs> Susie, There's always you... one person that hates the word moist. I don't hate the word moist. It's just you moist. use it in such weird places. So, Susie, you weren't a fan of Ego. I just realized I really wasn't a fan of Ego. <laughs> Jake, what about you? No, thought he sucked. Kurt Russell did a great job, as usual. But, honestly, I would have rather seen Galactus. I think for like for a character... Ego was on point, was beautifully done. For a villain in this in this particular story, not so much. I think not they so needed much. to do more with him for him to matter more. Yeah. All it, all it was was he planted the seed on Earth, planted the seed in Peter's mom, killed Peter's mom, and now he's looking for his kid to help him blow up the Earth or give him more control of the the universe. Mm-hmm. 
or basically continue his work. Pretty much. It went as well as it did for uh, Luke Skywalker and Earth Vader. Oof. Does Which Rob like... had he stayed on the planet. Hey. Hey. Rob, how'd you feel about Ego? Yeah, I think they missed the mark in terms of characterization. But in terms of overall power and what he could do, it was there. But oh, they Pac-Man just, showed up. Yeah, but they just didn't use it right. Hmm. Like, I, I, the concept was great, but the execution was a little below I, par. It, it just fell away. And if the guy from Iron Man 2 is a more convincing villain, you have to on that shit. Yeah, that I wasn't a huge fan of Whiplash. He had the personality of a fucking tree stump, okay? I want my bird. I want the bad bird. Get to be bad bird. So, we've talked about the heroes. We've talked about the villain. we talked about the story. What was your favorite scene? And I think we're all going to be in the same boat here. For the most part. Who's going first? It's Susie's photo, so I'll let her say it. Mary Poppins, y'all! Why was that your favorite scene? Because I figured it was the most impactful moment in the movie. So... It led to the most impactful moment in the movie. Well, see, I thought my favorite scene when I was watching this and I was like, oh, this is really cool. I was watching the Baby Groot opening. I was like, oh my God, it's amazing. And like, even to this day, that's the scene I go to to just cheer up after a bad day. Mm-hmm. But when I'm having a really bad day, I always fast forward to a Mary Poppins, y'all. Because mm. it's just, mm. it's such an iconic earth culture yeah. But that he's yonder, like it's not something he would like really know. And he compared himself to Mary Poppins. With like the couple words Peter was telling him about Mary yeah. Poppins. Yeah, it was so like it was kind of like a oh my god. It's a father connecting to his son on some weird level. Mm. Rob, what about you? My favorite scene was the talk between Yondu and Rocket. Another and it, very good one. Just all that character development both of them got in that scene. Just, just it, it made me want to read the comics, which is really what these movies are trying to do. So it succeeded on that level for me, at least. Jake? All right. For me, it was just one simple quote. He may have been your father, boy. But he ain't your daddy. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. That was a really good one. Like, I don't want to sound like a pussy, but it damn near brought me to tears. No, because it, it, as like, much as Yandu bagged on Peter to look tough for his crew, right. he loved the guy. He, he loved Peter. He didn't really show it, though. Well, because you. <clears throat> I want to say as a Ravager, Rob, back me up because you started reading the comics. You kind of have to act, you know, look tough for your crew because if you look soft, they'll mutiny against you, which, as you saw. Yes. Taser face. <laughs> which, oh, man, do they regret that decision. <laughs> uh, they'll mutiny against you. So you had to be tough on, you know, even the people you cared about. Bye, AJ. I'm here. I, you keep going in and out. I'm gone. I'm here. Yeah. 
Yeah, my I do have one more thing that was a very awesome scene to me, and it was very subtle. The Stanley cameo wasn't that one of where, the uh... where he said, um, "Before I was rudely interrupted at that time, I was a Federal Express man," which really brought me back to you, Tony Stank. We haven't got there yet. We haven't. No, no. my bad. That's the I'm next. Sorry. That's not the next movie, but in, in a couple. I'm sorry. It just. It, it just brought me back to that, you know. Is it is it the, the the cameo with Stan Lee, the one where he's driving the car past um the barracks where Captain America was created? No, no that was it. That was Endgame. This, this one, one this one he's with the uh the watchers. No, I think he had I don't think he had two. I know he was talking with the Watchers in the... Uh, I'm looking it up now. The NASA uniform. No, because there's one where he's driving... It's it's about the 70s. And I thought that was... This that one might have been That is Endgame. definitely Endgame. That, you're yeah, okay. that, that is Endgame. It's very confusing. Because I you think know he what? said make peace and or something you hippies or make something like peace, that. Make peace, not war. Yeah. Or make love, not war. One of the two. Yeah, something make love, like not that. war. But my, uh, yeah, my favorite scene was right there. You know, you, you guys, um, Susie and Jake put it ver- very well. Uh, the talk right before, you know, Yandu sacrifices himself so we can keep Star-Lord. Uh, hands down my favorite scene, but close call. I know James put it up there when uh, Rocket's trying to explain to Groot the bomb. <laughs> that was a funny scene. Push, you know, you don't want to push the red button. What are you doing? You want to kill us all? It was such a great scene. I totally agree. You know, in all this heartfelt moments, these Marvel movies are like, hey, here's a little humor to break it up a little bit. Oh my god the the best the best comic book moment was when uh, Gamora picked up the gun. Of the of the ship, and started shooting at Nebula with it. <laughs> that was like because that gun would be something that they would wield regularly mm-hmm. in those comics that, in like the nineties. So, so it's just like they they give you those kinds of moments. As we're winding down, there's a scene I want to bring up, and I want to learn about your reactions to the scene. It's when. Nebula and Gamora find all the skeletons and everything, and then you realize what Ego's been doing. Oh, well, you moved first, so go for it, Susie. Gross! Like, it's part of the reason why, like, Ego could be a really, really good villain is because they found all those bodies. Like, Like, I remember in the theater... We see that and we hear a bunch of oh shit. Yeah, because they're they're like and it gets explained in the film that they're all Peter's siblings. Yeah. And you're just like that's crazy. Like that's that's insane. Mm. And then you start then they cut back to ego showing Peter, you know, I don't know. To be a celestial, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah creating the ball. Yeah, 
And uh, holy shit, we go from that to, uh, it was too bad I had to put that tumor in your mother's head. And then his eyes snap back. Uh Uh-oh. This is where he lost. This is where Ego lost. Yeah. It's exactly where he lost. If he didn't say that, he could have probably explained those bodies somehow. Mm -hmm. For me, it was like, at that moment, Ego knew he fucked up. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, Rob, the two scenes put together, what'd you think of them? I thought it was perfect as an explanation to make him evil without being, you know, purposeful about it. Mm-hmm. Because it showed how inhuman Ego was. He didn't view this as the wrong thing to do. He viewed it the necessary thing to do. Yeah, it, something that absolutely had to. He, he came off as almost Thanos-like. Yeah, I could see that. Because he was trying to conquer planets. He was trying to bring everything together so that they could all be part of him. Yeah. So the universe could be complete. So overall, where would you throw this movie? Like, definitely watch again or yes. you know watch every once in a while or now nah, only for Kurt Russell cuz he was good in the movie I mean go back to I'm sky di- high if you want to watch him do a really good job leave you're nope. you can leave now I like sky high thank you no it was his comment that you should watch sky high to see him do a really good job fine miracle the hockey movie? Keep going. He, ma- he made a bunch of movies. Gladiator. He was in Gladiator? It's been a long time. Okay. Okay, I'm getting the death book from two people. Maybe three. Like, he even did better in fucking Man of Steel. Come on. That was a good one. Okay, Susie, where are you going with this? I wouldn't watch this movie just for Kurt Russell. I could watch Christmas Chronicles for Kurt Russell. Barefoot Executive for Kurt Russell. My computer wore tennis shoes for Kurt Russell. Your computer wore tennis shoes? Is that what that said? That's what you said. Okay, I was just making sure. My computer wore tennis shoes. Were these before my time by any chance? Yes, they were. Okay, so there's my out. All right, I'm safe. That is not you. Do you know why that's not your out? Because they were before my time, too. Yeah, but you're like two years older than I am. Yeah. Two years means nothing at our age. Like, if you were in fourth grade and a second grader came up to you... I was in sixth grade when you graduated, Jake. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, fuck, I'm old. (laughs) I knew I was going to get that reaction. Well... All right, Rob, where can people find you since we're closing up? Uh, y'all can't find me anywhere, but uh, Vormir? Vormir. Let's go with Vormir. That sounds like a cool planet. Sure Are you playing the role of Red Skull? Eh. Who are you or- sacrificing to get the Soul Stone? Soul Stone? Probably Reggie, right. if that's the case. Uh, how attached are you to your fiancé? 
Uh, today, 50-50. Oh, shit. I guess that Disney trip's out of the question. Fuck that, we're still going, and I'm dragging her on two. But like, they're going to Vermeer first. Well, well, think about it. They well, never Susie comes back, we'll still do. have a good time. That's true. Oh, fuck. As long as Susie comes back, we'll still have a good time, because Will won't go on Tower of Terror or Rock and Roller Coaster. Dude, you guys are just bashing him, and he ain't even here. We're not bashing him. He doesn't go on the like the real intense rides. No, but he, like he's, he's not here. To def- yeah, but he would say he wouldn't go on those rides. Probably. Okay, but yes, yeah, he, he's right. At one point, he's not here to defend himself when we're you know kicking exactly. him out. See, we're just a bunch of jackasses sitting in a circle bashing a guy who can't defend himself. Well, right now it's more of a triangle. Sounds about right. Sure. Sounds I about like right. Twelve percent of a plan. So I mean. Triangle. You have twelve percent. I haven't even come up with a plan. Hopefully, yet. it's a plan B. Aisle six. Okay. Well, Susie, where can people find you? Facebook, primarily. Hey, speaking of Facebook, Dank. Thank you for sending that picture in. Glad you like your uh, mug. Glad it didn't fall apart in the mail. No shit. Because those male people are very, you know, there's your package. There's your package. I mean, I did I did pack it pretty tightly, so it didn't move, but I was still a little nervous. <laughs> Jake, where can people find you? You can find me on either YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram at your boy Jake. U-R-B-O-Y-J-A-K-E. Yes. Yes, you can. There's a lot of Pokemon stuff. Yeah. And as you hear every week by our friend Mikey Boy, AJ Oster 15 at everywhere. I'm not going to do the whole thing because it wouldn't do him justice. So, but yeah, pretty much all that. All right. Peace out, peoples. Have the good nights. Mary Poppins, y'all.